Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Hello, welcome along. This is episode number 70 of the Influence Podcast and today... We're going to be looking beyond Instagram. Um, we're going to talk about setting your company values for not just well, not just 2021. Ideally, it would be you know getting started within 2021 if you don't have these in place already. But ultimately, how we can start to set foundations for a business, for a company, for an ethos that's going to last way beyond, way beyond your you know your 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 current business, the current products, the current services that you offer. But it could be something that you carry for life with you about the way you conduct business, how you go about conducting business and how you as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, uh, set standards for people within your team, but then also set the standards for your clients and customers as well. Um, this this really came about um, from uh, over the past, past sort of few weeks really just for myself personally as we've started to expand the team we've brought on more more people within the team um, and realizing that going from one to two to three to four and then beyond with uh, you know five almost six people now um, that to ensure that there is this kind of if you like benchmark and standard uh, by which the 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 service is delivered and by which you're able to 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 support your clients to meet and match the needs the 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 wants the desires of your clients uh, and ultimately provide the service based on what your clients have are expecting um that there needs to be standardization as well so i've read recently a, a really enjoyable book uh, by michael gerber um i believe which is called the e-myth um, e, by the way, if you're wondering, stands for entrepreneur. Sorry to spoil that if uh, if you if you were holding out for the fascination of what E was. But for a long time, I was like, what is E? What does that stand for? But it's actually entrepreneur. Um, if you've not read Michael Gerber's The E-Myth, I would highly recommend it. It's it's good. Uh, it's really good. It's funny as well. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I got it on Audible and had a good listen to it when I went for a walk one day um and took loads and loads and loads in and there's so much in that that's conversation for another time about some of the the most valuable things from that book but it's it's fantastic um and that but one of the things that 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 he talks about in that book is how ultimately to to build processes and systems so that people other people can come in and deliver based on the standards that have been set the clear processes and systems that are in place other people can come and deliver just as high quality service in you know within a secure 
um, system that's been set up by you, the business owner, the entrepreneur, the person who who knows the business and the processes and systems inside out. Um, and having read that, that then took me on to returning to books such as um, Vern Harnish's Scaling Up uh, and with uh, with uh, Vern Harnish and Gazelle's Scaling Up, which I think I've mentioned in previous episodes as well. Um, and then also actually onto books such as Principles. Uh, Ray Dalio's Principles, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, uh, Back Again, yes, I've mentioned this a few times this book, but The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And those, those, I mean, those three books alone, Principles, 12 Habits, uh, 12, I've just got, got out of my mind, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and then 12 Rules for Life, Jordan Peterson, um, that ultimately, if, if you like, found, like, fundamentals to live by, in that no matter what happens within business, no matter what happens within personal life, uh, if you can kind of live by those kind of rules and structures and systems and um, I guess values in a way, uh, that you know you can feel confident that, that you're going to deliver at your highest as, a, as, a, as an individual, but then your company uh, and, and, and bringing these into your company, your company is going to deliver at a high, high level as well. And so this is really this really prompted me to, to think, well, how can I ensure that, that we can expand the team at a rate that's going to um it, it allows us to hit our goals and our targets as a company um and you know we are as i say we i hope we are as a, as a team but i certainly am very very uh, ambitious about what i think we can achieve and what what i want us to achieve and how many people i want us to, to reach and help um i've been blown away by some of the results that our clients have got this year and i feel very proud to have a a, a part in that but ultimately it's it's them uh who are the stars of the show absolutely no doubt about that but we want more. We want to help more and more people. We want to serve more people. We want more people to have an impact on a global scale. Um, so how do we go about doing that? And so recently I sat down to share and create our company vision, uh, the goal and, and, and company vision. And it starts with, I'm going to walk through each of this now, um, each of these steps now. So the, the, the goal and the vision is the first thing, what kind of the bigger picture is, or for me personally, what the bigger picture is, and then how we go about achieving that or how I feel at this stage we go about achieving that and so it started with the and, and I should emphasize that there are you know depending on the books that you read and the structures that you go through and that uh, the, there are multiple different ways of doing this so this isn't the the, the, the kind of the best I'm not saying this is the best way of doing it I'm not saying it's the uh, it's the perfect way of doing it I'm not sure it's saying it's the way that you should do it at all uh, it's just the way that we've done it and it's the way that's allowed me to if you like set standards when i'm hiring people when i'm interviewing people for roles and positions uh when i'm determining if people are right for the company or perhaps if they're not right for the company and when i'm also get, being very clear with the team about how we make sure we deliver a standards for our clients as well um but i would recommend again more further reading around this michael gerber's e-myth um the uh, scaling up burn harnish um, as well to give you ideas because there's so much out there and, and they do this to a much higher level than I do but for me at this stage this has been very useful and I do hope that where depending where you are in your journey that this could be useful for you as well so we set the firstly set the the, the goal and the, the vision the bigger vision now for me that that's been quite an easy one um, it's not in the context that I ever expected it to be however I can see more and more that this is going to be realized within the context of if you like a business um, Prior to, to 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 becoming, if you like, um, or having an online business, um, I don't really consider myself an entrepreneur, but cons prior to having an online business and setting up this business online, 
Uh, I was a teacher for eight years and I distinctly remember or, or having come through the program, which I did, uh, Teach First, the intention of Teach First at the time, I'm not sure if it's still the same, but the time was to put uh, graduates into, if you like, schools in challenging environments. Challenging being, I mean, all schools are in challenging environments, but uh, challenging in the sense of inner city schools, perhaps a lot of students and, and, and children and, and young people within the, the school, maybe disproportionately to what it would be on a national average you know, we'll say on free school meals or perhaps that had a, uh, a lower household income than, than other other uh, areas and, and, uh, and other schools and such. Um, you know, the, the family situation is, was a little bit more difficult than perhaps, you know, in other areas. And so uh, I worked in four of those different schools across the eight years. And one thing that stood out to me in, in a number of those uh, was that it was it was so clear that those environments were not always conducive for people to get their best work done far and away um you know and 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 from that one of my biggest goals certainly as a teacher my initially i wanted to be a head teacher by age 35 uh, i am 35 now and it's it looks very different but the initial goal was was to be when to be when i was going to be a head teacher was to create an environment where everybody could succeed and and i realized and only having put this committed this to pen to paper in the last few few weeks but i still want to do that i want to create an environment where everyone can succeed and that is team members, that is clients, that is me uh, as well. Um, but it's everybody else that we come into contact with where having seen, as I say in school, and, and this isn't in any way criticism because we all have an ideal that we could do a better job, right? I guess until we get in there and we see how the job actually works. Um, but, you know, working in schools, you, you know, you could look around, you could see fantastic teachers, but perhaps not getting the backing that allow them to do their best work as a teacher, or you could see students in there, you know, fantastically gifted um, young people who were coming in from, you know, irrespective of their background, just incredibly intelligent and driven and excited, but they weren't able to learn because the environment wasn't right, and the the, the um, f again because of systems and structures and things that were in place that didn't support that as well as it could have done. And I think that's a, a, it was a great shame. And one of the great things that I always wanted to try and ensure within my own classroom was that it was an environment where people could succeed as much as possible, everybody that was involved. But now I want to take that to the company. And so everybody that I um, that either uh, asks to, to work with us, and you know, strangely enough, we're kind of in a position where people are asking at the moment if they can work with us. Um, but also if we're, if we're bringing people on and building the team and we've got applications going out there and such, that we, we, we set very, very clear standards about firstly what we're looking to do and we are looking to create an environment where everyone can succeed we as a team can succeed because we're doing our best work we're in areas of the business that play to our strengths and because they play to our strengths because they're highest in our values it means that we enjoy doing them it means that we can fulfill them uh, to the best of our ability um, and it means that everybody therefore is if you like in sync um, and, and, and working towards a clear uh, overall vision for the company so that's the bigger goal. Uh, originally, I wanted to, as I say, create that in a school, an environment where everyone could succeed. But now it's about doing that in a business for all stakeholders that are involved. And to do this, um, this is this. I should say, emphasize as well. Actually, I've got all this written on a document and I and recorded as a video as well. And I share this with anybody who applies to work with us, or anybody that I take to interview, in, uh, and also current members of the team as well. Um, 
I actually asked them all to watch this video, and then this this forms a part of the, the the interview process, the onboarding process, and it will continue to form part of our quarterly reviews as a team as well. Um, so, based on our overarching target and our our overarching goal to create an environment where everybody can succeed in the company within the company, we've then got our core values, our five core values, and these spell out the word telos, T E L O S which I believe I've mentioned in a previous episode, TELOS stands for the end in mind. It's a Greek word meaning the end in mind. And I first heard this from Dr. John Martini, who was on episode number 60 of the Influence podcast. So 10 episodes later, uh, he gets another mention. Um, and uh, yeah, I first heard this phrase, uh, TELOS, from one of his events. Uh, and it, I, I just loved it. And so for us to hit our end in mind, creating this environment where everyone can succeed, there are five essential elements to our telos. So the letter T stands for total respect, and that is for every single member of the team and every client that we serve. The, it's essential that we treat everyone as if oh, <laughs> this kind of phrase uh, that Tony Robbins, I first ever heard it with Tony Robbins, treat everybody as if they were your mum. Okay, how would you want your mum to be treated and how would you want people to treat your mum? That is how you treat people within the team, but that's also how you treat our clients as well. And it comes back to, you know, you never really know what's going on in people's personal lives, whether they are a team member or whether they're a client. Okay, everybody's got their own values. Everybody's bringing their own um, uh, baggage for want of a better phrase. It's not not a very nice phrase, but everybody's kind of bringing their own baggage to the the table. and it's it's nice in an ideal world to think, oh, well, you leave your baggage at the door and you do your job, but that's not always the case. And so we need to be sensitive to that. We need to be aware of that because we're, we're dealing with, with human beings at the end of the day. Um, but to help with that total respect, we ask for openness, communication, uh, and that's absolutely essential within our team. And mistakes are okay. If we're not making mistakes, we're not learning and we're not growing. Um, if we're making the same mistake again and again, then we're definitely not learning and we need to address that. However... Uh, if we make mistakes, it shows that we're trying new things, um, and that is absolutely okay. And I want to encourage that uh, for myself. Firstly, I want to encourage that I make mistakes and I keep um, trying new things and and, um, and and seeing what works and what doesn't work. But then also encourage that with the team as well as they try to do a better job for, for us as a company, but also for our clients as well. So the second thing that I ask everybody to to align with is the letter E, and that stands for education. And again, this comes back to having worked as a, as a, as a teacher. Um, but we are an education company first, first and foremost. The, the thing that we deliver, the thing that we, that we provide for our clients is education. You know, because I fully believe that if you can, if education is the most fundamental thing, the most powerful thing that you can give people. Because um, if somebody has that knowledge, you know, that stays with them for life, ultimately. Um, within my personal life at the moment, I've, I've taken quite a lot of time to speak with um, uh, people with, uh, to, to support me with like personal finances and investing and wealth management and those types of things. And, and I realized, funnily enough, it was the kind of thing initially I was like, mm, do I really want to like, pay for that and pay for those conversations and pay for that help? But then you realize, well, yeah, absolutely, because this is it's all part about of getting educated and and le- increasing your own learning and cr- increasing your own knowledge because that stays with you for life. And as with most things, most good investments anyway, um, that investment that you make, it's you know it it will pay you five times, ten times, twenty times, a hundred times, five hundred times over in the future. Um, and so that's why we as a company fundamentally are about education. We're about um, putting education at the heart of everything that we do 
uh, and really, really ensuring that we, firstly, we deliver education, high quality education for our clients, but also that we are educating ourselves and that we continue to learn, that we continue to grow, that we're studying different things. Um, you know, the the uh, people within the team at the moment that I'm working with, and we put them on individual plans to help them uh, learn specific new softwares, for example, and, and become like the lead expert with those particular softwares. Um, and that's exactly what we want to do is, is empower people in the team as well. So that's the second step. That's our education. The third uh, L, T-E-L, L is being a leader, lead. Um, and that is ultimately taking ownership, taking responsibility and seeing things through to completion. Um, being a leader means that you step up and that you own that situation no matter what happens. And that's what I'm looking for with people that I work with at the end of the day. I'm a real big believer as well in role models. And if, you know, even though it's role model doesn't have to be the person that's on TV or the person that's, that's if you like, that's doing their live video on Instagram or the person that's got a thousand YouTube video uh, views or the person who speaks on stage or the person, you know, I, the, or the person that's the, the, the A-list celebrity within, in sport or music, they're not role models. They're, well, they are, but they're not the only role models. Okay, we're all role models to different people in different ways. And um, I'm looking for people that come in and treat tr treat what they do um, as being a role model for everybody else in the team, for their family, for their friends, and for the clients as well. You know, We set a really, really high standard by leading and taking ownership of that situation. That's exactly what we're looking for. Um, and that's the third element of the telos. The fourth step, or the fourth part, is operations. Uh, now, this is a new one for me, again, but as we're looking at expansion and as, as we're looking at growth, then um, operations is huge. And so systems and processes are created. Having systems, processes that are created, maintained, and improved, those three things. We don't just create them and then leave them. We don't, um, you know, we, we need to create them and maintain them and we need to improve them um, to continue to ensure that we are efficient and that we can get results as well. The more consistent we are, the more reliable we are, the more we build trust. So that no matter what happens, if we've got solid systems in place, if we continue, that allows us to keep ultimately delivering for our clients, okay? Um, and if we can do that, then I know that, that the standards stay high and it doesn't matter whether it's me doing it, whether it's somebody else in the team doing it, or whether it's somebody new that you know perhaps isn't even with us yet. If the if the systems, the processes are clear, then we can maintain those standards throughout. And that's ultimately where you know you getting into coming back to the e myth that I mentioned before. Michael Gerber talks about um, like McDonald's, for example. Okay, and, and you know it, it's it's funny because before you start looking at business models and business structures, people people hear McDonald's and they immediately think, oh, you know. You know, the, the food isn't great and it's not good for you and it's not healthy and all this kind of stuff. But actually, when you look at it from the other perspective and from the business side and from the franchise perspective, it's it's extremely powerful. It's 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 remarkable how those systems operate and you get the same burger in one part of the world and you get exactly the same burger in a totally different part of the world that speaks a, a totally different language. <laughs> um, and, and it probably costs, it might cost, you know, a sixth of what you what you what you're paying elsewhere. Um, but it doesn't matter where you are in the world um, or, or, or who you're delivering to or who you're serving or anything like that, that the standards are the same. And that's the beauty of, of clear operations. And so that is the O in our telos. And then the S, the final step, and, and for, for me, this is probably the boring one, but it is it could potentially be the most important one. Um, S stands for safety and security. 
And this is protecting the asset, protecting the company, protecting the brand, and protecting our reputation as well. Um, in two elements. So firstly, ensuring that, that we, as, as best we can, um, not just as best we can, but we almost, we have to do the job where we are looking after the company, we're looking after the asset uh, in the sense of, for example, uh, you know, this at the end of the day, we, we teach people how to build their brand on Instagram and grow their Instagram account. So looking after the Instagram account is paramount. Okay, if the Instagram account goes with 50,000, 60,000, 80,000, you know, however many followers there are on it, um, then, and, and, and that disappears and we have to open a new account and it's got 50 followers on, suddenly, you know, this, this idea of being an Instagram expert just disappears. So we have to look after those types of things. That's first and foremost. But the other thing, and I think more important than that, is safety and security in terms of we're an online business and and this has probably hit home more so um, within the last few months and, and working from home but we have to therefore treat it, it it's not like where you can walk around the office and you can see how this person's doing and you can take a look at that person I've got you know there's people within my team um, who I've never met before and I've got no doubt that this is the same over the last few well, maybe not so over the last few months since lockdown but um, you know, in, in, in business generally as it's moved online, you know, if you're working with people from, from different countries, different cultures and such, um, you know, you, you, you're potentially working with people and having people within your team that are a real valuable member of your team. And you can talk to them online, you know, all day, every day, but you may never meet them in person. Um, and so for us to, within the kind of the, the, the 21st century and, and going into, I guess, 2021 now, it's important that we look after and, and protect the, the the company in the sense of uh, you know general security of websites software tools that we use but equally important potentially even more important is client information and client data uh, you know that we have to ensure that that's a, a big thing that we look after and the big thing that we protect and we we've got a lot of systems that are rigorous in place at the moment to do that uh, and we've got certain standards that we have within the team as well but but I know that for us as an online business to thrive that we have to put our safety and security uh, top in that priority list as well. And that's something that we really do emphasize, particularly, it wouldn't not, I wouldn't necessarily have had that in there, but I think particularly because we're looking at people from, from all different, uh, different, different countries, different cultures, different backgrounds, and people that we're not necessarily meeting in person. So everybody's got a different way of doing things. This comes back again to the operations and ensuring that we've got a standard and systemized way that we go about doing these things as well. So the Telos, our five steps to ultimately create an environment where everyone can succeed are total respect, education, leading, operations, and safety and security. And those, I mean, those are just the, those are just the five for, for, for our company, you know, for, for the business that we have. But I would, I would wholly advise and, and recommend and suggest that if, you, if this is not something that you've considered before, uh, either for your company or even just you know personally, what you know how could you do that? What could, what could you do uh, that that would that would um, th you know that that kind of it, it comes back to those the idea of, of twelve rules for life, John Peterson and, and and Ray Dalio's principles and things, but almost rules to live by, and, and that doesn't necessarily rule, rules you know you say rules and people say oh, I don't want rules you know I, I want flexibility and freedom, but actually the real freedom and the real flexibility and the real um, I think strength lies in having clear processes and systems. And we all actually have them. You know, we all have our core values. Maybe we just haven't committed them to paper yet. So that's kind of a challenge I'm going to leave you with. You know, whether it's for your company or whether it's for you personally, uh, I think if, if you do have a company, uh, I would encourage you to do it for the company. The other thing that I found 
by doing this, and again, this is a per- very personal thing, but by putting this down on paper, you're really committing to something bigger than yourself. All right. So even if you are an, an entrepreneur and currently you're doing this on your own, if you commit these to paper and, and you say, well, the next person that I, you know, the first person that I employ, that's not me, I want them to really buy into these things and understand that this is what we're about. And the beauty of it is you set the bar, you set the standard in your company. Um, and then it's, it, it's equally, I guess, up to you to ensure that everybody, including yourself, uh, maintains that and, and, and continues to live up to those standards as well. But that's the exciting thing. And um, you know, I'll, I'll put links to the, the other books that I've mentioned in here that, that could well help you along that journey. If it's something that you, you'd like more support with from me, um, as I say, I'm maybe, definitely not the, the greatest expert out there to do this, but I, I found it extremely valuable. And this is why it's on the podcast. No, it's not necessarily about Instagram, but it, but we're, we're, we're a business that have that pride, our, pride ourselves in showing people how to use Instagram to build their own business. And uh, as we grow and as we build our own business, we've got specific standards that we need to uh, and core company values that we live by. Um, and if we can get those clear, we can get those cemented and, and understood by every single member of the team. I know that we can grow again and again and again um, extremely quickly, but also effectively and to a high standard and keep our, maintain our standards as well and deliver for our clients at the end of the day. So thank you so much. Uh, I do hope this has been useful. Uh, if you'd like more information about our goals, our company vision and our telos, or if you'd like to create your own, as I say, just send me a message. Uh, I am on Instagram. You can find me on email as well. Um, but send me a message and I'll put other links to the, uh, the books which I've mentioned below as well. I would highly recommend um, getting a copy of Scaling Up by Vern Harnish uh, and Gazelles, but uh, also take a uh, read, a listen to Michael Gerber's The E-Myth. Very, very enjoyable. All right, fantastic. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Hi, friends. Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.